0: Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to episode 117 of the English with Kirsty podcast and so I'm recording this at the end of December and so I hope that everybody who celebrated Christmas had a really good time, lots of fun with friends and family and now we're coming towards the end of December so everybody's beginning to think about the new year and the end of the old year and what we want to do differently in 27, 2018. Um, I talked in the last podcast episode about what people do in the uk how people like to celebrate the new year in the uk and one of the things i mentioned was new year's resolutions so this is kind of a, a thing that we think about what we're going to do differently in 2018 or when whenever you hear this and w- what you would want to do differently And I thought that would be a really good time to start this series that I'm doing called Better English in 2018. So I know it's not 2018 yet, but this is just something to think about before you start into the new year. So I thought I'd start a week early with this podcast episode, because what we're going to do is have 10 podcast episodes on this subject about better English in 2018 and different things that you can do to make sure that you do improve your English in 2018. Um, There will be other things coming as well on the podcast channel so if this isn't really for you, this isn't all I'm going to be doing, um, it's going to take up a bit of time the next couple of weeks but then we'll go on to other things, more um, language related things, communication related things. But this specifically at the moment is Better English in 2018. And so a lot of people at the moment are talking about goals, what they want to do differently, what their plans are. Um and the sad thing is that New Year's resolutions have become a bit of a joke because people have ideas about what they're gonna do and then they've broken their resolution. They've their plan has failed before the first of the new first week of the new year is, is finished. And that's kind of sad because people have really good intentions. They want things to change, they want to do better, um, they want to do something that will be good for them, but the problem is that they don't always think it through very well. It's usually Everyone's sitting around on the last night of the old year, deciding what they're going to do differently. Some people have had something to drink, and that sometimes makes you think that you can do more than you can, or make unrealistic plans. But the problem is that that people don't always think about the detail, and so I just want to talk about some of the reasons why people's plans don't don't work. Because if you know them, then you can avoid them. So there's different categories of, of problems that people have, but the first one is that they're unrealistic to start with if you if you say oh I want to I don't know I want to write a book and then you don't spend any time writing the book you're not going to get the book written so if you if it's something like writing a book you need to set aside time you need to have an idea you need to know how you're going to publish it you need to get someone to do the cover if you're not going to do it yourself you know there's all kinds of details that come into this plan it's not just oh I'm gonna write a book and then magically it appears it's work you need to put work into it Um, and similarly if you want to read a book in English if you don't set aside time to read that book then it's not going to happen or if you choose a book that's the complete wrong language level for you then again it's not going to happen because you'll never want to read that book because you don't understand it so if, if you have something that you want to do, think about how long it will take realistically, because otherwise you'll get really disheartened and not want to do it. Um, and that's, that's, I think, some of the problems that people have when they say something like, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym every day, um, like, or four times a week or something like that. And they're not going once a week at the moment. So that's an increase of four times. Um, If you're saying, I want to go to the gym, start with once a week and then build it up twice a week, three times a week. But don't start with four times a week when you're not doing anything at the gym, because that you may do it for a couple of weeks. But then it will be really hard to maintain if it's too ambitious or unrealistic. Equally, it's not really a resolution if you're going to say, well, I'm going to spend five minutes more doing something and, and it's not really making much of a difference. But. If it's something that's too hard and too unrealistic, you'll get bored with it, you'll feel it's unachievable, and then you just won't do it. So if you make a resolution, make it it achievable, make it something you really can do. It might be hard because, you know, sometimes you have to put the effort in, but it's got to be achievable. And the second problem is this isn't so much something that people say they're going to do and don't do, but they they make it too vague. Like, oh, I'm going to improve my English. Great. Everyone wants to improve. If they're learning another language, then improving is a great thing to do. But the problem here is if you just say you want to improve your English, it's too vague. You know, what does that mean to improve? Does that mean that you improve your vocabulary? Does it mean that you um, your writing skills become better? Does it mean that you speak to more people in that language? Just to say you want to improve, although it's good, is is too vague. It's going to be difficult to achieve that because you don't know what you're supposed to be achieving. Um, The third thing is something I see people doing. They, They copy their friends. And copying your friends is a great thing if you're going to work on something together. Like, I don't know, if you want to run, then you can have a running partner and that will help you with your motivation. So if you both want to run, then that can be a good thing. But if you're doing it just because a friend's doing it, and then one day they can't do it, then you're gonna have no motivation to do it for yourself because it's something that the friend really wanted to do. But it's the same with language learning. If you, maybe I know some people that um, signed up to a class together, one didn't really want to go, but they did it for the other person, um, which is great until the other person stops or doesn't want to go anymore. It's got to be if it's something that you really want for yourself, something that you can commit to, even if the people around you stop committing to it. Um, And you can't really be carried by someone else's enthusiasm either. It's good to try new things with your friends. I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't, but if if you're talking about your goal for improving your language skills, then it needs to be something that's going to really help you and not just be something that the people around you want to do and, and isn't really relevant to you. Um, And the other thing is to be relevant, because if if other people are, I don't know, working on their business English and you don't need English at work and you don't ever plan to need English at work, then maybe something else would be better for you. Maybe you're more interested in conversational English for people that you meet when you travel rather than how to present an idea in a meeting. You know, you have to think about what you actually want to use the language for. If you want to improve, then why? What will it help you to do once you've improved? So that's my challenge to you at the end of this year. Think about three things that you, you want to do differently in relation to your language skills that you want to improve on and how you're going to do that. So we'll look at the how a bit more later, but really it's it's about being relevant, and being achievable and, and not being too vague. So think about how what will be better once you've achieved these goals. So Some people say they want to speak more and for them that could be well they feel more confident they don't feel so stressed when they're talking to customers or friends or colleagues in english so the way they know that they'll have achieved this goal is if they can go and have a cup of coffee with people without stressing out about the english vocabulary that they'll need it could be to read a book in english um, so you'll know that you've achieved that goal when you've read the book you might want to set a time limit, you know, to have read it by whenever. And if you're going to do that, then that's a good thing to do. But make sure it's achievable, and and that you're going to set aside set aside time to do that. Um, if you want to re- improve your vocabulary in a specific area, then be be clear about that vocabulary for um, I, I don't know a specific job that's relevant to you, something that you need it for. Maybe you want to improve, you've got really good general vocabulary, but you want to improve your business English vocabulary, your medical vocabulary, your financial vocabulary. What kind of vocabulary do you want to improve? Um, Maybe it's something to do with your listening skills. You want to be able to watch a film um, and turn the subtitles off. Maybe you want to listen to a podcast and understand more of it. And the best way to do that is to do more listening. But, you know, maybe that's your end goal to be able to enjoy a podcast without having to stop and look words up or to enjoy a film or TV series without having to rely on the subtitles too much. And think about which one that will be as well. If you've got a specific one in mind, try to be as specific as you can with these language goals. Maybe you're fine when you meet people for for coffee, but when you speak to people on the telephone, it's hard for you because you haven't got all those visual clues and you can't see the facial expressions and you can't do any lip reading because it's on the telephone. So maybe you want to be able to have a telephone conversation without um, worrying too much about not being able to understand everything. So whatever it is, it's going to be very specific to you. And my challenge is that you think of three things that you want to do and they can either be short-term goals so by the end of january for example or they can be goals that will take you all of 2018. nobody said that goals have to be something that you you do immediately when i think of the goals that i have for my business i i have short-term and long-term goals some things i know are going to take maybe six months to achieve but they're still something that i want to do other things i can get done by the next time i look at my monthly goals it's really up to you what goals you set and how long you're going to give yourself for them because um, different goals will require different amounts of energy and and work so you know yourself and you know how much time you have to to give to this because that's also another thing you can't expect everybody to do the same because people have different language levels but they also have different amounts of time they can give to their language development so um, I challenge you to think of three things that you want to be different next year that you want to do to improve your language skills. Um, write them down so you can come back to them, look at them. And also, if you want to tell me what they are, you're welcome to send me an email. Kirsty at English with So my name's in there twice and you need to spell it right both times for the email to get to me. It's not Christy. It's kirstie, Kirsty. K-I-R-S-T-Y. So Kirsty at Kirsty.com if you want to tell me what your three things are that you've chosen to do for next year. And otherwise, I wish you a very happy new year. And I hope that 2018 will be a good year for you with lots of happiness and success. And um, have a good week, a good weekend and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at Englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.